0: Hey guys, we are going down the conspiracy theory rabbit trail. And what I mean by that is to say, turns out most conspiracy theories are absolutely true. Let's talk and take a look at which ones I might be talking about. This is the Gaining My Perspective podcast. And you're hanging here with me, Wendy Cunningham. You're here to get empowered, inspired, informed, and encouraged as we navigate the everyday journey of this crazy life. Stick around, because we're going to laugh... And we're going to learn. And above all else, we're going to gain perspective. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer, they've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello guys, I don't know if you are one of those lucky peeps who are being just smashed by this nutty weather this week, but man, alive our trampoline. I don't know if it will ever be the same. We had a um High wind warning yesterday after a tornado watch went through, and luckily the tornado watch was rather uneventful, which is typically the case. But the high wind warning, which is different than a high wind advisory, let me just tell you, I learned really did a number on our place around here. Um, trampoline and a one of my glass, um, sliding glass doors just fell off, blew off the track, blew off the track, did not shatter miraculously, but um. Currently, I have a jimmy rigged back porch situation to keep chickens out because I have uh, it's not even the door part. It's the stationary piece of glass, you know, not the door. I don't even know what happened, but blew out Um, lost power. Luckily, we have a generator. Thank God that was out for many, many an hour yesterday. And uh, even our church up in Nashville was out of power and my children could not go to their night one like practice for church camp where they spend the night at church Um, that was supposed to happen last night and it did not, which is actually kind of a blessing, even though we did drive all the way to Nashville only to discover it was not in fact happening. It means that I did not have to drive to Nashville again this morning to pick them up. So that's a blessing. Um, I know my mom, I just got off the phone with her and she is absolutely buried in snow in South Lake Tahoe. Like literally actually her shed in her yard is about to collapse under the weight of the snow on top of it. The she doesn't live there. This is her um, second home, so she's not there. Thank God. But the snow is up to the fence in the backyard, like a regular, you know, six or seven foot high privacy fence, absolutely up to the top. Um, She didn't send me any pictures of the cabin. I think I'm afraid to see the amount of snow. And I asked her, "Well, is it?" Because in the picture she sent me, it was sunny. But alas, they're under a winter warning, winter storm warning today again. So she's getting another 15 inches of snow today. And it doesn't look like it's stopping for a couple of days. So I don't know if you guys are experiencing, because I know this is not just me and her. It's like the whole country is experiencing all this kookachu, and clearly it's global warming because here we are, and uh, and uh, it's you know dumping snow and abnormally cold, and we're actually having. Um, A little bit of warmer weather here, which is part of why we're having the extreme wind, because we are having high averages in the south. But kind of funny enough, we're about to plummet to below average at the end of this week. So it's just erratic and crazy. And of course, every weather change, be it hotter or colder or windier or more extreme or what have you, is always blamed on and left at the altar of climate change which I am wildly skeptical of, but can't really do an episode on because I'm just not informed enough. But I am, I will leave it at wildly skeptical, which is actually kind of leads me into our conversation for today, which is about how many conspiracy theories have proven true. And I know this is like a little bit of a dead horse subject because so many people are talking about it. But the reason why this is so crazy to me the The fact that so many conspiracy theories, I'm using conspiracy theories with air quotes that you can't see, have been proven to be true is because those of us who took a hot moment to just pause and did not get wrapped up in the fear because God did not give us a spirit of fear. Now, that's not to say that we won't feel afraid, and it's not to say that I did not feel afraid during the beginning of the pandemic and whatnot, but if you can fight against that spirit and not go into the current of it, then you can see clearer, right? And this is not me going like, I was right. Everybody was wrong. That is not the the point of this. Actually, the part that burdens my heart the most is how many lost friends <laughs> came out of this because of the things that I was saying or warning people about or claiming were true or whatever. How many people, not just unfriended me politely and quietly, but viciously attacked me, sent me crazy messages. I'm talking about the slandering that happened by other business partners or other former friends of me, family members of me. I'm talking about calls that I had to endure from family members, telling my husband and I that we were making very uh irresponsible parenting decisions for our kids and you know how egregious and just crazy we were be- how crazy crazy let me tell you how many times i heard i was crazy um it just hurts my heart to know that that all happened my business suffered my husband's business has suffered I had people want to leave my organization. And and the reason why it hurts my heart is because all of the things that I was claiming and talking about and willing to go into a conversation about or debate about be, ended up being true in the end, <laughs> ended up being that that was worth having a conversation, that instead of just, you know weaponizing words and being really evil and mean and saying really vicious things are going way out of line. I mean, I think it's just wildly inappropriate for somebody to call and, and lecture you on because I, although I would be willing to talk to you in private, although I would w- be willing to engage on social media. Obviously on podcasts, I'm not afraid of sharing my opinion, but I never called any single individual in my family or friends and lectured them on their choices that I saw were wrong. Never did. Two family members did that to us. Two family members called us and lectured us on our choices through their lens and their opinion. And it wasn't about, let me have a conversation and let me hear out why you're, why you feel the way that you feel and why I feel the way that I feel. And let's have a discussion because I always welcome that. It was a lecture about how I'm being an irresponsible parent and how, you know, I, I am being crazy. I just keep going back to that word, <laughs> that I'm, I'm crazy. Or that that was said about me to other friends from family members, which is just sad. It's sad because in the end of the day, again, I've said this before, it feels like a very unsatisfying, I told you so. It's not that I wanted to be right and I wanted for all this to come true because it isn't great. It's all the worst case scenarios. It's all not good. So it doesn't feel great to know that I was, you know, right or that I was sharing information that ended up to be valid. Really, it's just I haven't gotten a single call, not a single text to go, hey, I'm really sorry that I called you crazy or I'm really sorry in the end you ended up being right on that one. Like, actually, you're not an irresponsible parent. Not a word, not a whisper. And now it's like, you know, do you want to go to so-and-so's baby shower? Do you want to go to so-and-so's wedding? I'm like, I'm not invited to so-and-so's baby shower for things I said that are actually now true, that she, he hates me because I said X, Y, Z, and that's now true. But we can't talk about the fact that it's now true because three years ago, I was crazy and insane for saying such a thing. And so now I'm not, I'm, I'm ostracized. I mean, think of how many Thanksgivings and Christmases and birthdays and baby showers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That should be a time of celebration that ended up being an absolute devastating time of division. I have several friends that were not invited to their own family's holidays in 2020 and 2021 and 2022 even because they had chosen to be unvaccinated for as an example, or they refused to get on, wear a mask or comply with whatever. They were ostracized and in the end they ended up. Being right. So the reason why this is this came up recently as I was having a conversation or actually rather I was overhearing a conversation um, between some family members and we were talking about Ohio and um, the awful <laughs> disaster in East Palestine, just awful disaster that is being just hilariously handled. And I say that with all sarcasm because it's not a funny situation at all. Um, It's really sad and tragic and and we won't know the implications, although we can assume how bad they will be for a a long while. And that's even more sad because the longer it takes to get justice, the less justice is actually gotten. Um, We need proactive action. And um, I have to also just sidebar say like how brilliant of a move, like again, love him or hate him. That was a freaking brilliant move that Trump went to East Palestine, Ohio. Like, that was so brilliant because he totally caught Biden and his whole administration off guard by just saying it and then doing it. He was the first one on the ground and then everybody's tried to go there since and it's just so awkward and hilarious. And I'm like, man, Trump, this is why you are so popular is you just go and do the thing and you say the thing that everybody wants said and done. Like, that's just why you're so wildly popular and people absolutely hate it. Because, again, it's the same same thing I'm feeling. In the end, you're right. In the end, that is the thing that most people are thinking or feeling, or that is the thing that is true and right and good. But it's so frustrating when an egomaniac, and he is that, is right. It's so frustrating when he makes you look dumb and he's doing a really good job of making the Biden administration look dumb. So that's a little sidebar. And I just really appreciated that little move he did. Brilliant. Brilliant. So Ohio, this conversation was happening and we were talking about, um, again, I was overhearing, I wasn't participating in the conversation, but it was being discussed at the poor, the, this, this Ohio incident exposed how poorly government handles situations like this. Government, how poorly government is organized and how ill-equipped they are to come in and um, and manage a chaotic situation, a surprise and tragic situation, a uh, pandemic, you might say. And I just laughed because I'm like, You're saying Ohio exposed that to you, (laughs) that the government is ill-equipped to handle disaster? Um, The pandemic should have exposed to you that the government is ill-equipped. And this particular family member was one of the people who called me crazy and slandered me behind my back and all of those things. And so it was just extra interesting to be like, oh, okay, now we can come into agreement on the fact that Ohio is exposing how ill-prepared the government is to be our rescue and yet when I questioned the government's ability to rescue us a couple years back I was crazy a lunatic a misinformation conspiracy theorist blah 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 and here we are so this is why this is fresh in my brain and just ironic like painfully ironic. And of course, there's been quite a few, four or five, um, air quote, conspiracy theories that have been uncovered to be very valid and true since the Ohio disaster. Gosh, a month ago now. And uh, so it's just extra, I don't know, salt in the wound for everybody involved. Because like I said, it doesn't feel very good at this point to be like, oh, I was right about that. The thing that I said since the get-go, that was true all along. Oh, don't all, don't everybody you know, run to say so at once. Let's just uh, keep on pretending that you're not so mean what you said and the way that you acted, but it's fine. So let's go through some of these things because not all of them have recently been brought to light. Some of them are old relics, you know, like the Hunter Biden laptop, for example, is, you know, kind of one of the first ones that I feel like I was really a part of because I had awoken and was paying attention. This was just before the 2020 elections that this Hunter Biden story broke. Now, let's even go back a minute before that to the Russian hoax that is absolutely has been uncovered as a hoax, right? That Trump was impeached under absolutely false information. And if if you didn't agree that Russia and Trump colluded, actually, I would venture to say, this is always startling to me when I realize this, The great majority of this country, probably right now this minute, still thinks that Trump and Russia colluded and that he was falsely, um, his impeachment should have been confirmed the first time. I'm willing to bet that the majority of Americans probably think that. Even Trump supporters probably think, although they're grateful he wasn't impeached, they probably think he colluded with Russia. When in fact, he absolutely did not. It was all false. Absolutely. The FBI falsified information to get FISA warrants, I mean, it the the conspiracy there goes on and on quite tremendously. We also need to look back to Hillary Clinton, which we have done a podcast on that. And remember the smashing of the email servers in the basement and how that is absolutely real and how she absolutely covered her own tracks. And she has American soldiers blood on her hands. Most people don't know that. Most people who voted for her were champions and thought that was misinformation because the media is super powerful and told you so, told you that she could never do such a thing, that that is not real, and that conspiracy, ther- conspiracy theories, conspiracy theorists, rather, tell you that Hillary Clinton did X, Y, Z. She absolutely did those things. That is absolutely not a negotiable, not a conspiracy, or it rather is a conspiracy. <laughs> it's absolutely true that she did those things, and people still believe that that is misinformation. We did have, just recently, my husband was banned off of a subreddit in Reddit for reminding the people in a conversation about Ukraine that in 2014, the United States participated in a coup in Ukraine to install a, a leader that was favorable to the West while Russia was hosting the Olympics while russia is ho- hosting the world and can- and their hands are tied essentially and they cannot basically invade a rat Iraq- i'm sorry evade invade ukraine while they're hosting the world olympics so we took that moment we the united states took that moment to help ukraine install a uh, a our friend friendly to us president In Ukraine, which would be against Putin, of course. And here we are a couple years later, reaping the rewards of that decision. People think that's misinformation. He was actually banned. My husband was banned off Reddit, that subreddit, for reminding people that that happened which is insane to me because that did happen. <laughs> that's not a that's not a conspiracy theory, that's a conspiracy fact. That is truth, that is verifiable, that is not a weird thing to say like and he was banned for saying it. So, those are some even before the Hunter Biden laptop. But now we know that the Hunter Biden laptop was absolutely not Russian disinformation. That that was absolutely intentionally no one ever actually thought it was Russian disinformation. It was censored so that Biden could get elected, which they still needed to not only censor all the things against him, but also cheat in the election to get him in the door. But here we are. And years later, we find out, oh, go figure. That was Hunter Biden's laptop after all. And he absolutely is guilty of a badillion crimes, namely crimes involving Ukraine and China, hilariously enough. And yet we still don't see much action happening on that one. Likely because people still think that Hunter Biden's laptop is a conspiracy theory and or they don't even know what happened because it was censored so heavily. Let's talk about, I mean, I'm going to go through all of the uh, wonderful ones about COVID here in just a second, but fact fact checkers being non-biased. Do we remember that? Like that I was called crazy. I remember having a conversation on social media when somebody disagreed with me about election interference back in 2020. And they claimed fact-checking as a valid source. And I was like, oh, obviously fact-checkers are biased and owned by, like, you can go and search out who they're hired for, what their firms are all about. They absolutely thought I was nuts. I was nuts. Of course, fact-checkers aren't biased. Fact-checkers are there to find the facts, guys. Duh. Again, it's like one second of critical thinking (laughs) could be like, is there... I mean, if we just look for a motive, could there be a very clear motive as to why fact checkers on a very left-leaning platform would want to suppress or, you know, redirect uh, people looking at election interference? Like, what on earth? Like, actually, oh, it's all coming back to me. The thing that was marked by the fact checker was a live Senate hearing. I shared the feed to a live Senate hearing I believe it was in Pennsylvania at the time and it was marked fact check and somebody wanted, like, I don't even know what the fact check was. What could it possibly be? This is like a live feed of government happenings. Like it's not even weird. It's not a video that somebody made. It was a live feed from a government website and it was noted as like, this could contain misinformation or blah, blah, blah. And uh, the person who engaged me in the comments did not watch the video, in fact, because she was saved the time by noting that it had been fact-checked, and therefore there was no need for her to give it any of her attention or her own critical thinking because, in fact, someone had done the critical thinking for her and alerted her to the fact that this was going to be false or misleading information. There you go, right? Now we know fact-checkers absolutely are owned and bought and biased and all the things But back then, it cost me a relationship because I was spreading evil lies on social media, I guess. Uh, Let's see, pedophiles in government, right? Like, uh, that's a good one that we're wild. That one's still, um, most people would say you're a conspiracy theorist to uh, point anyone in the direction of any of the outrageous number of epstein related cases that would prove that there is an outrageous amount of pedophilia and uh, sex crimes in our government uh or on our government's hands or rap sheets if you will but if that's not enough we just had a mayor in maryland patrick i believe you say his name wohan w-o-h-a-j-n uh charged with 56 counts of child sex abuse and child pornography 56 counts that's not nothing He's arrested uh, Democratic mayor in Maryland. Um, yeah, he's just a mayor. And yes, that is just the most recent example, just within the last couple of days. But these are coming out all the live long day. So to say that there is a pedophilia problem in government is um, not a conspiracy theory. It's actually a conspiracy fact. And if you look at all close at that, you will clearly see we see our friend Elon Musk revealing all kinds of things through the Twitter files right that again the uh fact checking shenanigans was ridiculous that not just twitter was censoring its users but that in fact again fact the government the fbi was in connection and in cahoots with twitter executives and twitter workers to censor Americans. They would just send over a list of these people are causing problems by what they're sharing, go ahead and block their account, throttle their account, whatever you need to do, block that information from circulating. We were called crazy, lunatic conspiracy theories to accuse our own government of such a thing, even though it's historical fact that tyrannical governments have to do such things in order to move their agenda forward and brainwash the masses. But Let's not look at history. Let's look at modern moment, because Elon, love him or hate him, did help us to and is still helping us to expose the egregious corruption in our government and the violations of our human rights in the Bill of Rights and our Constitution, which I guess nobody seems to care about anymore except for those crazy conspiracy theorists who love themselves some Constitution. That is just a thing. But let's go back to 2020. And before I jump into all the COVID, let's go back to BLM. I remember just having a check in my spirit the whole time. I mean, I watched the video with George Floyd. It was awful. Um, I then watched all the riots, which I felt were even more awful, quite frankly, of how long and how much and how just strange that behavior was and how defended it was, not just by our government and our our elected officials, but also by some of my close friends who, it confused me so tremendously to see and hear that they would have any defense to offer for these riots. And again, some of those very same friends are the ones that then absolutely um, banished me from the face of earth for my presence at January 6th. Not at all. Obviously, I didn't participate in any wrongdoing on January 6th, That's a disclaimer I always have to put out there, but the same people who were in just rabid defense of the just insanity that happened for months during 2020 under the banner of Black Lives Matter and how the check in my spirit and the conversations I had and the, you know, I was like, this is, as I began to understand it, this is, has roots in Marxism. This is, you know, Black Lives Matter critical race theory is just, critical theory dressed up with race critical gender theory i mean these are now we have all these subcategories and it's obviously very 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 clearly marxist but at the time i actually remember having a conversation with someone i respect really quite a lot and she just was like it is absolutely not marxist like i don't even understand where you're coming from on this and like as we had this conversation back and forth where she's defending the riots um and and the racism and all the things and i'm like this organization the statement black lives matters is true the organization black lives matters needs to be separated from the statement and absolutely crucified it is evil on all fronts go to their website it is against and this particular person was christian it is against every christian value you hold you cannot agree you cannot come into agreement with blm and also be in agreement with the bible and this was a big problem And again, this was a private conversation we were having. This was not on social media and it was ongoing and it was respectful and all the things. But come to find out many, many, many people were scammed out of millions and billions of dollars through the organization, which is in fact self-proclaimed Marxist Black Lives Matter. So again, I guess I wasn't so crazy or off base on that one, but let's go. Let's do some COVID. My most recently... We have been vindicated in the lab leak theory, having not at all been a theory, but obviously again, if you were paying attention at all, if you read any of the information that was coming out and absolutely verifiable, you knew very early on that Fauci himself was emailing people through the FOIA. This was all revealed by way of the Freedom of Information Act. His emails were released that he very early on was telling his personal relations, his personal connections, that masks do not work. Don't even bother with them. Of course, he was telling the public a very different story. He also communicated with his scientists. Um, uh, I did an episode on this when this first broke two and a half years ago that he knew right away that it was likely a lab leak, that it was very unlikely that this occurred in nature, and yet he went and ran with all the other scenarios. And of course, if you even so much as whispered on social media that there was a lab leak, you were banned, blocked, you know, kicked off Twitter, whatever, and of course you were a crazy conspiracy theorist. Well, come to find out, the FBI director himself, that gem. Just this past week, admitted that it was most likely a lab leak. Go figure. I I mean, come on. Again, with the critical thinking, with the moment's pause, we could have sorted out. Ironically, that there is a gain-of-function Wuhan lab right down the street from this market. Could it be from the lab more likely? Or could it be from the market randomly? Like, which do we suppose? Again, this is when I come down to, like, do we think that we all showed up on Earth because of a, you know, some sort of matter that is eternal combusted? Or do we think, like, a creator god with intelligent design created everything intelligent around you? Like, which is more likely? I don't know. And we oftentimes jump to it is more likely that dust in space exploded and created everything. And it's more likely that a wet market down the street from a gain-of-function lab is where this was born. So there's some vindication there. We also now know definitively that masks did not work. They do not work. They do not work in a tree. They do not work on my knee. They do not work, Sam I am, right? Uh, We also know the mandates did not work. The mask mandates did not work to help anybody else wear masks or stop COVID or any of the things. Because again, if you stopped for one second and thought, if I have to walk in a restaurant with my mask on, but once I sit down at the table, I can safely take off my mask. Hard stop. This makes no sense, right? This makes absolutely no sense. I'm not a virologist, but I can tell you that doesn't, doesn't equate. Does not equate, right? So nobody who thought about this for one second, is confi- or is like surprised by this. The cloth masks, when those were the go, when we could just wrap a bandana around our face and call it good, like hilarious, hilarious that this gained as much steam. So sad for humanity that this gained as much steam and that so many people defended it the way that they defended it. Oh my gosh. But again, I'm glad that that's over. We also know that um, I was called crazy for suggesting before there was a vaccine, Thomas and I suggested this will come down to a vaccine and it will be mandated. And literally, I remember a conversation where the couple on the other side of that information laughed in my face. First of all, it takes 10 years to develop a vaccine at the very least. And second of all, the government cannot mandate a vaccine well, here we are. How fast and funny did that come true, right? But what's ironic about the vaccine mandate is that the mandate actually didn't increase the uptake the way that people suspected. So even the vaccine mandate, if you are a just love yourself some vaccines, did not actually up the the um, popularity of the vaccine. I do know that a lot of people wouldn't have gotten it had it not been mandated. So I don't know if I truly believe that because again, there's people that were absolutely didn't get vaccinated until they thought they were gonna lose their job. But I do have a good uh, girlfriend who was very high up in the military and did not take that jab, bless her heart. And she gave up a very significant pension that she had built up in her lengthy career as a high-ranking officer in the military. And they are begging for her to come back now begging for her to come back now, which is exactly what I suspected. If you hold true, God does not fail you. He does not fail you. If you succumb to fear, if we succumb to fear and we depend on our own strength, well, of course, you know, this is the logic. And again, I did many podcasts about this, encouraging people to lean into faith. And I understand that this is hard. Don't get me wrong. I totally understand. And I mean no condemnation in this because it breaks my heart that people are put in this position. But when we feel like, My job and my provision is in my own hands and it is being threatened if I don't take this vaccine. We have forgotten the whole setup. We have forgotten the whole promise of Christ that he is actually our provider and that he is bigger than any enemy on earth and he is in us. So all we need do is believe in his promises and trust in his promises and trust that he is a good father and a good provider. That's all we need to do. Is it without fear? Absolutely not. Are you kidding It's very scary to lean into faith as opposed to choosing our own strength. But I watched many, many believers choose their own strength, knowing or feeling, thinking that if they lost their job, they wouldn't be able to provide for their family as if they're the provider for their family. (laughs) They're not. I am so grateful every day as an entrepreneur I literally praise God every day that I'm not the provider for my family. When I was the only income earner in my family for five years and provided quite a lot, I was, Lord, thank you for your goodness and grace and that this is not of my hands and that you are the provider and this is all on you. All the glory goes to you, which means I don't have to carry any burden either. I don't get any glory, but I don't have to carry the burden of it. I knew as soon as my husband retired out of the fire service, if I take this on and if I start to think of myself as the only provider for our family, I will crumble under that weight and I will make awful decisions. And so I surrendered that right away. Oh my gosh, I was a, just a baby Christian back then. And I'm so glad I had the the foresight or that God gave me eyes to see I am not the provider. And so I was able to trust, Lord, I just give it to you. Every month I give it to you. You've never let me down. I have never seen the righteous go hungry. I have never seen you forsake your children, Lord. I can trust in you. It may not look how I expect. It may not look like what I thought, but you are good. You are good. You are good. You will never fail. If we can lean into that spirit, right? And I watched people lean away from that spirit and go, I have to take this. I have to take this or I will lose my job. And I was like, oh my gosh, I break that off in Jesus name. Please, you do not have to do anything that God is not asking you to do. He is in charge. He will find a way. Okay, I'm off my tirade there. Oh, that one hurt my heart so much. But that's neither here nor there. From the get-go, from the get-go, from Pfizer and Moderna's own data, it was very clear that not only did the vaccine not stop transmission, they didn't even study it. It was very clear in the data, and again, there are there are websites and doctors and people you can follow that take these sorts of data and pull out the most relevant um, bullet points out of the lengthy, lengthy studies. Right? Because we, I mean, I my eyes go cross-eyed when I try to read through. The actual Pfizer docs, but I can read the summaries of medical studies and get a sense of it. And then you can actually see where it is cited in the study and then go read that portion of the study. All that to say, I am not a doctor. I am not even actually that smart. But it was very apparent to me that not only did this vaccine not stop transmission, but it did not, they didn't even look for that. The only thing they were looking for is a reduction in severe illness. That is the only thing they studied in the original vaccine trials before they put it out there and gave you 100%, 94%, 95%, whatever that meant, effective against what, we never know. We will never know what they thought that was effective against. But lo and behold, that vaccine does not stop transmission. Do you remember natural immunity? That also came to light this week, Uh, kind of nail in the coffin style, that natural immunity from for all of time up until COVID. For all of human history, natural immunity always was the goal of overcoming any illness. And vaccines were only introduced as a way to Um, mimic natural immunity. The first vaccines I was learning about this um, just a couple years ago during this COVID nonsense was for a, I believe it was for a pox of some kind, either, maybe it was even smallpox if I'm remembering, but they were able to find a likeness between the disease they were trying to prevent and a cow pox, I believe it was. And they, there was such a similarity that if you got the cowpox, you actually got a much more minor little rash and then you got some natural immunity and the actual disease they were trying to fight was similar enough that your natural immunity recognized when you were exposed to the more severe version and you didn't get sick. So the original vaccine, the concept behind vaccination was always to mimic nature. It was not the other way around. It was not to overcome nature. It was not to overpower nature. It was actually to mimic the exact design of God that already exists. That if you have a mild exposure to something, you develop an immunity that will help you and actually is good. And I don't even get me started on all I've learned about childhood vaccinations because, whoo. We could go and maybe I will do an episode on that because that that word still needs to get spread. But um, is it possible that because we have eradicated so many childhood diseases and I say eradicated as if that had anything to do with vaccination, but it really didn't, because if you go back and look at the history of vaccinations and how many cases were being children were being exposed to, blah, blah, blah you recognize how how much of a sham the whole vaccination game is, it's very clear to see if you go back and actually research each individual disease and how many cases there were before and after vaccination was introduced for that particular disease and how much of an effect it did or, spoiler alert, did not actually have on the spread or whatever of that disease. That's, again, another sidebar. When you look at that, you might start to draw some parallels to the fact that when we eliminate children, uh, when, when you eliminate their exposure to childhood diseases, they're called childhood di- diseases for a reason because it's safer to get that immunity when you're young, safer than when you're an adult. Oftentimes those illnesses are more acute. Ch- um, chicken pox being a great example. The illness as an adult is much more acute, which is why you actually wanted it to come as a child. It was very mild, For children, I had chicken pox. My sister had chicken pox. We survived it. I actually don't remember being that sick. I remember having the pox and I remember staying home from school. Maybe I had a fever. Maybe. But I remember going and getting it on purpose, exposing myself to it on purpose because the natural immunity was something I wanted. When I had kids, they had a vaccine for that. And I'm like, what? Why do you have a vaccine for something that's not even that big of a deal? Well, we just don't want you to have to deal with it at all. Okay, that makes sense, I guess, to an extent. And then I remember, oh wait, God. Wait, God has a plan and his design beats ours every frickin' time, right? So not only is natural immunity absolutely a thing, come to find out it's superior all along, it was always superior. And now we know for a fact that the more boosters you have, the more likely you are of getting COVID. It worked inversely. And of course, the more boosters you have, the more your percentage of, of risk goes up. And I'm not talking about risk like of getting COVID. I'm talking about risk of heart issues, risk of stroke Risk of mortality, very, very ser- serious risk. Please, 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 Jesus, if you are still getting boosters, stop getting the boosters and start looking at the very clear signals, indicators, information, and studies that exist at this point. There is no benefit, there is no advantage, zero. Not no matter your age, no matter what your doctor says, if he is telling you to get a booster, please, Lord Jesus, go get a different doctor. It is so clear at this point that there is no advantage to this quote-unquote vaccine. The injury is another conspiracy, right? The fact that we are seeing catastrophic injury, that we are in every country where vaccines were heavily given. We are seeing excess mortality higher than 10%. Germany is close to 40% excess mortality. Do you know what that means? That means that 40% more than is normal are dying, not of covid Not in 2020, in 2022, just last year, not even close to the COVID. We're not, these are non-COVID related excess deaths. And you know which category it's happening in, not in the elderly, not in the category that you might suspect to be dying more frequently for whatever reason. It's in younger ages, it's devastating. Every country, look at the data, look at the data. Australia, birth rates, plummeting, infertility skyrocketing, excess mortality skyrocketing. Oh, what do we know about Australia that they mandated it? You had to have it. You couldn't go to the country. You couldn't come out of the country. It's awful. And we were called conspiracy theorists. And I believe most still probably think that we are. But again, it is cognitive dissonance. It is blinded It is not because there's not plenty of information that says that's exactly what is happening right now, or at least that is a very high suspicion that the vaccine is causing way more catastrophic damage than we could even imagine. I just watched a video just before I started recording this of a man, he looks to be in his late 30s. He comes out of his door, he's very fit. He's in a suit, he stands at the elevator and he dies of a cardiac arrest. Right in front of the elevator, it's caught on the security camera. Why did that happen? He had a heart attack. Why are people suddenly having heart attacks? I'm seeing billboards all around my state talking about how my local hospital is equipped to handle heart, heart issues and heart issues are on the rise. And I'm like, why? Why are they on the rise? And the only thing anyone can come up with is the mild illness of COVID or climate change or too much sleep or too much coffee. I've heard the weirdest things to blame for why there is an increase in heart issues and strokes. I have two friends that are my age that have died suddenly. One was from a stroke. One, he died in his sleep. We don't know what happened. The other, he died of a stroke. He's my age. He died of a stroke. My people my age are not dying of strokes without underlying conditions. It's just weird. And you know what? It's it's terribly sad. It's terribly sad. I was so devastated to hear that. So knowing all this knowing how much you know they there's a joke and there's a million memes and I'm sure you've heard it that the difference between truth and a conspiracy theory is 6 months. I wish that were true because that'd be way faster. Sometimes it's true in 6 months, usually it's 3 years. Usually it's too late. So those of you who have friends like me, who typically are a little conspiratorial, who are always willing to go way out on the branch, maybe listen. Maybe give it just a little bit more weight than you're giving it. Maybe stop, turn off your news. Your news is against you. Even Fox News, like whichever news you think is like the best, they're all bad. They're all owned by the same people. It's called controlled opposition. I would love to know at this point in our world, in our country, what any argument would be for censorship, because I'm still hearing people advocate for censoring information, particularly on social media. Why on earth, when millions of people were censored and or kicked off of social media platforms for saying any one of the things I've talked about today that are now very valid and true facts, They were kicked off for misinformation. Who gets to decide what information is wrong or right? We have got to have public discord. We have got to have debate. We have got to be able to talk about and look at alternative perspectives. That used to be what medicine and science was all about. Come to find out the irony. I believe in science. Those people like I follow the science. Come to find out. No, you do not. No, no, no. Actually, the conspiracy theorists are the ones that were always following the science. Come to find out we were the ones that actually followed the science from the get-go. Where it actually led as opposed to where the agenda started to manipulate it, right? What would be the argument for censorship? What is the argument for fact-checking, for misinformation or disinformation or whatever other kind of, you know, whatever you want to call information? to make it sound wrong, what would be the argument for labeling anything that way? Can we just go back to letting people critically think? Is that a thing? Is that an option? Do you guys understand why people shout from the rooftop about the First Amendment or about any amendment for that matter or about the constitution in general? Do we understand now a little bit about where those people that are so passionate about the founding fathers and our country and how unique and special it is, do we know why? Because like I said before, we are seeing something play out right now in our country that has happened again and again in the past, which is tyrants and dictators and communists and all of these people with evil intentions, when they come to power, they have to stifle the opposing school of thought. They have to because they cannot debate against it when your ideas are bad, when your plan is is against humanity or is not going to be in favor of the majority of people, you can't talk about it openly. You have to lie about it. You have to cover it up. You have to bury it and you have to slander all the people who are speaking against it. And that is what we are seeing. And sadly, we're seeing a great many Americans come into agreement with that and say that that is the right way to handle this and that that is the way that we we should move forward and I'm like you guys we have got to you don't have to apologize to your conspiracy theory friends it would be lovely if you did but you do not have to apologize but what you do have to do is learn from what we now know we have got to learn from this and go okay It actually is advantageous for us to circulate information and alternative perspectives. It is okay for people to have a differing school of thought from the majority. That is what makes our country so unique and special. That is the power and protection of our Constitution. I understand why people are so excited about that and want to defend it. Give validity where validity is due. Give the process that always existed, specifically in this country, and has kept us as free and as blessed as we are, give that a chance to play out. So learn from the fact that we are being played as fools, that three years after the fact, you're going to find out that the very lie that was told to manipulate you to do exactly what you did is now actually revealed to be a lie from the earth. Always was, never was true. Learn from that, and the next time your conspiracy theory friend says, hey, I don't know if that's true, maybe give it a pause. Maybe allow for just a little bit of a moment before you just dive deep into your fear. Maybe lean a little bit more into faith the next time. Because, you guys, we've got Ukraine to sort out, and I'm telling you, I have ideas about Ukraine that are very different than what the mainstream narrative and all of your friends with their Ukraine flags in their profile pictures are thinking, right? Elections, perhaps the 2020 election didn't go like you've been told since all these other things didn't go like you've been told. Maybe the election is one of those things as well. Perhaps January 6th isn't the demon riddled thing you thought because we know now natural immunity is a thing transmission was never stopped or studied with that vaccine all remember all the other lies we've talked about today remember the things that we now know are for sure true that were always being said to be true by your conspiracy friends maybe january 6th is one of those things just saying and here's one i'll leave you with this is one of the fun ones where when people are recognizing that sads s-a-d-s sudden adult death syndrome this brand new thing on the face of earth that I'm seeing pretty much unanimously people are like, oh, yeah, that's totally vaccine deaths. Like, that's totally vaccine. Like, it has to be. We've never even heard of SADS. I never even heard of it. And now all of a sudden we have died suddenly all over the dang place. We have tons of people dying suddenly, adults dying suddenly. Crazy. It's got to be vaccine related. And then in the very next sentence, if I were to suggest, what about SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome? You think that has anything to do with vaccines? Literally, the face goes blank. Absolutely not. No way. Not at all connected to vaccines. And I'm like, I'm just saying, maybe, maybe give it some thought. Maybe don't rush to assume that what you you know is for sure true. I am always assuming that what I think I know is not right or not. It's not completely right and that I could very well be proven wrong. I mean, I've had theories, and then I'm like, that is not true anymore. Like, there's no way that's true. Like, I have explored all the things, and I'm like, I think I know what's true, but I don't know. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray, and I'm going to lean into faith, and I'm going to look at where there's motive, and look at where there's evil intentions, and look at who do I trust. Do I trust the government? Not one time. Not one time. Not even Trump. I trusted him once, showed up on January 6th. Look how that went for me, right? Trust nobody in authority like that. Trust God in heaven. Trust your intuition. Trust your discernment. Right? Oh, man, these are way better guides than the media. Way better guides than the headlines. Way better guides than your well-meaning family and friends who are calling and telling you how terrible you are as a parent. Right? I hope that gave you something to think about, y'all. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate this podcast and tell all your friends. And of course, catch me over at gainingmyperspective.com. Father God, I pray that you would strengthen our discernment, strengthen our discernment so that we can lean more heavily into our own discernment of your word and of your voice and of your presence before we would be so quick to lean into truth that is not in fact true. Lord, give us an extra measure, an increase of faith, Lord, that we would feel bolder and stronger leaning into you than leaning into any other thing, Lord. I just pray that in the name of Jesus that we would be increased in faith and increased in discernment. Amen.